0: Hello from the sunny beaches of St. Kitts and Nevis. Welcome to Dextrocardia, your one-stop-shop podcast for everything related to life as a Caribbean medical student. I'm your host, Nihal Satyadev, a second-year medical student at the University of Medicine and Health Sciences. Disclaimer, the opinions expressed by guests of this podcast do not reflect the opinions or views of any institution or professional organization. Now, let's dive in. Okay, sweet. Um, So on today's episode, we have uh, Stephanie Vang. Uh, Stephanie is a first-year medical student at uh, University of Medicine and Health Sciences along with me. Um, And I met her last semester uh, before um, all of this COVID situation happened um, back on campus. Um, And today we're actually going to be talking about Um, anatomy and how to do well in anatomy. Um, And uh, funny enough, last semester, I was TAing anatomy and now Stephanie is TAing anatomy. Um, So really cool experiencing TAing for her and now uh, excited to kind of learn more about the anatomy experience from her. Um, So Stephanie, tell us a little bit um, about yourself, your background, where you're from and so on.
1: Hi, I'm Stephanie, Um, I'm from Minnesota. And um, I'm an ebs two student at UMHS. Um, eventually, hopefully, I plan on going into emergency medicine. I love everything about it and just like the fast paced culture of it.
0: So yeah. Okay, very cool. And um, what uh, kind of drew you um, into medicine?
1: Um, I have loved taking care of people since I was little. And so um, just like being able to like, Grow in this um, field and like learning more about how to better take care and better help people is really like why I love learning about medicine. And also, um, I was a medical scribe for a year in the OBGYN clinic as well as emergency room. So that definitely solidified my love for medicine.
0: Very cool. Um, so now you're done with a semester, you're through anatomy. Um, so tell us a little bit about. Um, what we can kind of expect from uh, anatomy, um, at least at UMHS, what is uh, kind of the course description and course objectives and what do we kind of go through in in the course of the semester?
1: So throughout the entire semester, you learn pretty much everything from head to toe. So you learn about um, all the organs and the functions, arteries, vessels, nerves, everything. Um, So essentially, each block is kind of divided up into parts of the body and so you learn it in that sense and um first block you learn a lot about like the upper limbs and then second block you kind of go towards the organs as well as um the reproductive system and then third block you move to head and neck as well as the lower limb um for each block uh, you have a lecture in a lab portion Um, In lecture, you get taught um, basically all of the diseases as well as the function of all the parts of your body. And then in lab, um, when you're on the island, you get to dissect a cadaver and uh, you get to be more hands-on in that sense.
0: Yeah, so actually that brings up a really good point um, with lecture and lab, and maybe we can kind of dive into this topic right now. Do you want to kind of share with us how the course has changed from uh, when we were back on in the island? now distance learning Um, obviously uh, you both experienced learning anatomy uh, on the island and back home because we went back home in the middle of last semester um, and then now you're teeing um, from distance learning so tell us a little bit about that
1: yeah so while we were on the island it was actually really fun to learn anatomy Um, i especially liked lab just because we could have hands-on learning learn more about the body systems and how they interconnect and act with each other um and then now um since we're online lab is kind of more of a presentation rather than hands-on um a hands-on experience where you get to cut into a body yourself so um this semester what they're doing for lab is they're taking pictures out of the atlas and um, just kind of like being able to identify all the structures that are showed, shown in the pictures, um, as well as just like learning um, where things are in relation to each other based on those pictures instead of dabbers. Gotcha. Uh, they're also, sorry, what? No, go ahead, Deb. They're, um Dr. Afolabi also has uh, dissection videos that he has the students watch. So you can kind of see the process that the students would be doing if they were there on the island in lab.
0: That makes um, a lot of sense. And the pictures that they're drawing from from the atlas are these pictures that we would normally see, like from like Gray's Anatomy, or are they like more actual cadaver pictures?
1: Um, a lot of them are actual cadaver pictures, where the authors of the book uh, took pictures of cadavers as they were dissecting it. And then um, they labeled all the parts that they identified, so then you can uh, more easily identify them yourself, as well as um, some drawings, because some pictures of the cadavers can be kind of confusing if you don't know the uh, anatomy that it should be in. So they have pictures as well as drawings.
0: Got you. Um, So for um, those of you listening that don't uh, necessarily know some of the background in terms of what it what uh, professors usually look for in terms of picking a TA. Um at at UMHS, it's usually people who do really well in the class and then also people who uh, professors think can do a good job in teaching the material. Um, so what did you personally do uh, last semester that helped you do well in the class?
1: Um, one thing that I did was I spent a lot of time in lab and I also bugged my TAs, including you, a lot to ask questions. Yeah, I remember. Um, Yeah, solidify my understanding. Um another thing that I did was I did a lot of practice questions from Gray's Anatomy, as well as like looking through the dissection book to make sure I know exactly like what structures we are looking for specifically, as well as um the atlas to like look at structures if I didn't have time to go down into lab or forgot my scrubs for that day. Um Another thing I did was um, I definitely talked to doctor off the lobby a lot about questions that I had. And um, that's like one piece of advice that I would have is like, don't be afraid to ask questions because at the end of the, end of the day, the professors are there to help you and to help you learn and become a better doctor.
0: Gotcha. So um, a big part of uh, anatomy last semester in terms of the TA's role was helping out in lab. Um, so how do you feel like now that we're in distance learning, your role, the TA role, has, uh, has changed?
1: Uh, I think the TA role, since last semester, has changed drastically. Because last semester, you guys were down in lab, helping us identify structures, as well as helping us um, cut the bodies. And this semester, me and my co-TA, Carlos, we are essentially just doing um, like a quick review of what the professors went through for that week during
0: lecture instead of lab? So for those of you listening who don't know, most of the TA review sessions at UMHS for all the classes except anatomy have weekly review sessions. And at the, uh, at, during all of these reviews, TAs usually go over the material. Um, and now anatomy, having moved to distance learning, has also joined uh, the norm in terms of other cl- what other classes are doing. So, Tell us a little bit about what you do in your review sessions, and what uh, would be the beneficial point of attending the PA review.
1: Um, so during the review session, Carlos and I um, always go through the main points that the professors went through during the week. So we'll go over um, mnemonics to help you remember different structures as well as functions. We'll help you if you have any questions. We'll. Just do like a quick rundown of um, pretty much the big points that we know will be tested on the block exams, as well as the USMLE Step One, Um, and also a lot of the high yield diseases. Uh, We will also go over that, as well as a quick review of embryology and um, the nervous system.
0: Got you. Um, So that's such a uh, commonly used buzzword in med school, high yield. So tell us a little bit about what high yield means.
1: So high yield is like a subject that uh, we know as students and professors that will get tested on the USM only one, so, or step one. So we know that um, learning this will greatly benefit your
0: step one score. Gotcha. So um, you talked a little bit about, um, about step one. So uh, for the people who are completing this class right now, um, for students in general who are finishing anatomy, um, what's the best way to kind of stay up to date on the material um, in this class and kind of review it in between uh, this first semester when anatomy is usually taught and step which we take after our second year.
1: Um, One thing that some of the students from UMHS have been doing is they've been joining in on our weekly TA session. So they can kind of get like a quick review from certain weeks of anatomy. Um, they also just like ask the TAs for the review PowerPoint since we do touch on the main subjects that um, the students learn throughout the week as well as the diseases. Another thing that I highly recommend for reviewing for STEP is um, my favorite is BRS because it gives you like a quick overview of the different systems that you need to know. Um, another thing that you can do is uh, different websites, like teachmeanatomy.com is super great with helping you learn anatomy in that aspect.
0: Yeah, very cool. It's definitely not um, a subject which uh, you learn it once and you just remember it forever. You definitely need to go over things multiple times. Right. So those are uh, really good, uh, really good tips. Um, so we talked a little bit about um, kind of the aftermath of after you finish the class. But for students who are um, just now starting medical school um, and are looking forward to uh, this piece of a class that is anatomy, um, what can students kind of do before uh, anatomy starts to prepare, uh, to prepare for the class or prepare for the workload associated with anatomy?
1: Definitely schedule your time so you're giving yourself enough time to study for all your classes, as well as giving yourself time for yourself if your mental health isn't great you're not going to be able to retain that information you're not going to be able to learn as efficiently um, another thing that you can do is um, definitely color code your notes if you do that um, the thing that i did especially for block two since there was so many organs with associating uh arteries and nerves is that i drew out every single organ and every single blood vessel. So I knew exactly where it was coming from and where it's going and if it anastomoses with um, any other vessel. So just like being able to like visually draw it out yourself.
0: Yeah, I love, I love what you say uh, initially about, you know, mental health. I think a lot of times we just think about, um, you know, time management we think about study tips and we don't think about the fact that um, underlying all of that, you know, primarily is, you know, if we don't have good mental health, we're not able to uh, take most advantage of all of those. Um, so I really, really love that. Um, so um, so in preparing and in taking the class, um, let's talk a little bit about the specific resources. Um, so could you kind of take us through um, what were uh, the resources that you used that were helpful in the lab? What were the resources that you used that were helpful in the class? Um, and maybe uh, some of the other resources that exist, but and, and maybe why you didn't use
1: Um, The resources that I use for lab was I downloaded an app where you can virtually see a cadaver, and you can add or take away different parts of the body, like muscles or nerves or vessels or anything like that. So just being able to like virtually see where things are in relation to each other helped me learn lab a lot. I had it on my laptop, and I brought my laptop down with me to lab on review days, and just made sure I knew exactly where everything um, is. Um, Another thing that I used for lab was um, the dissection book because the dissection book is what we use to uh, is is the resource that we use to go and cut the cadaver. So it's going to show you every single cut that you should have done, as well as every single thing you should have found. Um, in your cadaver body, um, another or another thing that I used for lab was atlas, the atlas, especially for block three because we transitioned online. Um, with that being said, since we couldn't do um, our head and neck dissection for block three, a lot of the lab learning did go online, and we did take pictures from the atlas to learn block three material.
0: Um,
1: for lecture. What I relied heavily on was Gray's Anatomy, so I tested my understanding of the material with the questions um, in that book, as well as the recommended questions that Dr. Afolabi gave us. Um, just being able to answer questions really shows that you know the material well enough that you can answer questions. Um, I also did teachmeanatomy.com a lot to... Um, help supplement information that we learned during class as well as um, BRS because it does give that quick review and has more practical questions as well.
0: Gotcha. And what are some of the resources that you know maybe um, other people use that you didn't enter?
1: Um, I think that some students did use Anki. Um, I personally uh, don't use Anki just because Um, Once I start going through this flashcards, I tend to zone out. So it isn't as beneficial for me as other students. And I know that um, people swear up and down all about Anki and like how great it is to help like remember stuff long term. But my attention span isn't that long for Anki. So (laughs) I didn't need to.
0: No, that's that's fair. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's probably a whole nother podcast episode by itself. Um, Yeah, I more or less swear by Anki, but even with anatomy, uh, I didn't use Anki personally myself, so I can totally see why uh, you wouldn't have found that, you know, necessarily that helpful. Um, Cool. Um, So uh, finally, um, let's just talk a little bit about um, as you're TAing now and as you saw with other peers in your semester, um, what are some mistakes that you can avoid um, in terms of non-high yield study strategy um, so that you're not spending hours and hours studying, but you're studying, you know, ineffectively. Tell us a little bit about um, how we can avoid this.
1: So one mistake that I do see a lot of people do um, when I was taking anatomy was they waited way too long to start studying. Um, to stay on top of anatomy, you really do have to study. Almost every day, if not every day, just to make sure you understand um, where it goes where things are, as well as um, all the innervations, of blood vessels, and like the function of all the muscles. Uh, each part of your body has so many different aspects that um, it can get really complicated and really overwhelming really fast. So just staying on top of the material is super important. Um, another thing that um, I think is a common mistake is not asking questions when you don't understand something if you don't understand it and aren't able to answer practice questions you need to ask questions yourself to people who do know it better whether it be the TA or the professor to help you have a further understanding of it or um pass as well as the step one
0: yeah that totally makes sense and I would totally agree those are uh really really good tips um so that uh kind of runs out our time for uh this episode Um, Thank you so much for uh, taking some of your time out of your busy ES2 schedule. Uh, We really appreciate it, and I'm sure these tips will be really, really helpful for uh, those who are uh, thinking about anatomy.
1: Thanks for having me, Nihal.